This is East Carolina defensive coordinator Blake Harrell, and you're listening to the Sports Objective, the podcast for Pirates. to the Sports Objective, our emergency podcast, as we're happy to report John David Baker to become our new ECU offensive coordinator. And with us right now, ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Kyle Barber. Kyle from LaGrange, how are you? Dave, doing all right. Um, uh, pretty good hire. I, uh, I, I, You know, everybody out there, uh, we were here in Chad Morris, and Chad Morris certainly more experienced, more proven commodity, but uh, – Baker, um, you know, has been co-offensive coordinator, hasn't been calling the plays, but has been very involved in the preparation each week. Did you know, Some say he's done about 75% of the prep work. Yep. And um, was a co-OC, passing game coordinator in the past. So, um, it, it learned from some good coaches. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here giving my whole look, – look, let's go to the next one. Matt, how are you? Doing well, fellas. Doing well. Uh you know, um, happy to see ECU take a step in the right direction today. I think that's what this is. It's a, it's a step in the right direction towards fixing uh, the abysmal offense we had this past year. And, you know, I just think on paper, this looks like, looks like a really solid hire. Bubba Rosenbaum, what do you think, my friend, all the way from China Grove, North Carolina? Now, when I take a look at this hire, you know, I, I really, you know, I think. It's incredible. <laughs> no, uh, I really, I really do like the hire. In all seriousness, you know, when you when you take a look at it, you, know, you you look at some of the guys, and he's he's learned under Seth Luttrell, now the co OC at Oklahoma, and former head coach at North Texas, previously, you know, offense coordinator at North Carolina under Larry Fedora, Indiana, etc. Um, Graham Harrell, Lane Kiffin, Charlie Weiss Jr., Clay Helton, and uh, I'm sure there's. Uh, other others as well but those immediately came to mind looking at his his resume and bio and uh we'll dive into some of these things more specifically you know just like exactly how he got to to know graham harrell because not only are they from the state of texas john david baker played uh, at abilene christian um <laughs> graham harrell's brother clark uh was a senior there at Abilene Christian when John David Baker was a freshman. Uh, so they had the opportunity to, to really develop a, an excellent friendship and you know, talk talk football, and that led to him joining that staff at New Te- at uh, North Texas, excuse me, and then also um, at Southern Cal on Clay Helton's staff. A couple of questions I have immediately um, with, uh, with his background, obviously having some air raid. In his background, you know, it's going to be a spread uh, with some air raid tendencies. I don't know if it'll be a true air raid. Um, a couple things. One, staff. Um, will, will there be more changes on the offensive staff? Um, you know, receiver, coach, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, two, um, obviously, besides the quarterback, if we're going to be running something like an air raid, we have got to get more wide receivers in here. 
because traditionally you play a lot of receivers in that style of offense. So uh, we're going to have to be doing some major junior college and portal hunting for receivers, which that's something we should be able to find pretty easy. I would wager a lot of money. We're not going to see a true air raid. Uh, we're going to see is on um, that the spread like, hybrid, if you will, you know, what, what Lincoln Riley's offense has become and you know, Correct, very, yes. very from year to year, you know, you saw it the way it evolved during Lincoln's five year stay in Greenville from 2010 to 2014. And then at Oklahoma, it was essentially 50, 50, maybe even at times a little more run than pass um, at USC, you know, having, having a talent like, Caleb Williams, and he, he obviously had tremendous quarterbacks at Oklahoma, but just with his personnel there at USC, they've been more passed and run. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say they was more like 55 45 uh, as far as the percentages um, in favor of throwing the ball. But uh, I think we'll be able to, to do both very well. And you look, um, and that's kind of where I was going with that background. He's He's learned the air raid, but he's also learned – I mean, he's a part of a staff there at Ole Miss and they're playing in the SEC West. Last year, they set an Ole Miss rushing record. Had, I want to say, is either 32 or 3,300 yards in a season. Yeah. And, you know, they're not just lining up and blowing people, no. off, the, blowing people off the football. They're, they're doing it very creatively. And, right. and, and, when, and when I said that, I use air raid as a broad term. Um, you know, Lincoln didn't run a true air right here. You know, Cooper, 1,000-yard seasons, back-to-back years. But still, we played a lot of receivers. And we just typically, for that kind of a wide-open spread offense, you're going to have to play more receivers than we've been when we've been playing. And do we have the horses? You know, how many receivers are we going to have to get out the portal in addition – or junior college – in addition that, to a quarterback and some, and some offensive linemen? That yeah. is an excellent point. And, so, and just very quickly, Matt, and to, to Kyle's point – uh, regarding the personnel, tempo, I'm sure will be employed much more frequently. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen it a little bit under Houston. I mean, especially you know when you were when you had uh, better personnel and you were picking up um, picking up yardage, and that obviously allows you to play with more tempo. But this year, even when we were having success, didn't always uh, utilize that tempo, and and there were certainly reasons for that. But looking forward to getting back to to utilizing more of an up tempo approach, and with that being the case, you got to have more receivers to rotate in instead of just playing four or five guys um, the majority of the snaps. And even last year, uh, when we had Zay Winstead and C.J. Johnson, et cetera, you still you look at the you know, the, the snap counts and you only had really about five or six receivers that got the majority of those snaps. Yeah. And that's what concerns me with this, you know, do we have the personnel to run it in year one or whatever it is, but you know, I, I've heard people compare him to Cliff Kingsbury and you know what he does. So um, I, yeah, we'll see. And, and, and Houston did, I mean, say bluntly, he said, we're going to completely change our philosophy on offense. We are going to be aggressive on offense going forward, extremely aggressive. And uh, the higher would indicate that. No doubt, guys. And two, um, when we when it came down to two guys, Chad Morris, and of course, when it came down to John David Baker, both were great hires. You had, I was thinking about that this morning, you have a young guy, by the way, John David Baker is 33, 
You have uh, Chad Morris, I believe, all the top of my head was uh, is it fifty five, Bubba? He's a little bit older than me. Um, so I, I believe that's correct. Uh, I want to. I want to. He say. was born in sixty eight. Yes, so that would be fifty five. So uh, you're looking at. Uh, for me, uh, I think that when uh, Kyle and I were talking about this this afternoon in the green room, um, Chad Morris was a safe bet. However, uh, when we had a young offensive coordinator under Ruff named Lincoln Riley. He uh he was a guy that was very smart, extremely young. How old was was it twenty six, Bubba? Kyle, I believe twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay. Twenty seven. Yeah, very very young. Um, and I you know there's no way that we can look at a crystal ball and know that. Um, wow, Justin, I didn't realize you were that young. Um, but uh, I thought you were a little. I knew you were thirties. I didn't know it was um thirty three. But anyway, so stop looks offending like, our viewers. What's that? I'm kidding. I said stop offending our viewers. Oh, tell, I'm not tell, trying tell to. Justin, he's over. Yeah, I thought it's like 36 or 37. But anyway, um, anyway, so we have with those two guys. It looks like it is a little bit more of a risk, if you will, um, because I would say that uh, Chad is more of the safe bet. However. When you look at guys, uh, when you look at John David Baker, these guys scored just under 35 points a game. And um, I think that we have a chance to score a lot of points. And then my question would be is uh, it looks like the defense, for the most part, is going to be staying together. Uh, we'll see about uh, Blake Harrell. Um, but he he's happy in Greenville. Uh, do we? I would assume we give him a raise. Well, um, you think you're gonna have to? I would think uh, we're probably, you know, I think uh, Baker was making 500 grand at Ole Miss, so I'm guessing we're paying him 600 grand at least. I could be wrong, so I would imagine we're gonna have to play Harold the same thing. Yep. Um. So, uh, yeah, I would think so. Uh, what I'm know, hearing, uh, and, and we'll and we'll see about John David Baker's compensation. Was but it 500,000? Well, it's 500,000 at Ole Miss. I I think that it will be pretty comparable to that. Um, but I, I do think that there will probably be some uh, some other opportunities uh, there, you know, uh, you know, be it perhaps you know some incentives or you know, if the Pirates accomplish certain things, then I think um, I think he'll be very well compensated. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and and, and obviously, you know, um, you you've seen him called tight ends coach. His official role was offensive coordinator. And tight ends coach. Um, he, he wasn't responsible for calling plays, uh, or obviously he wouldn't be here. Um, but you, you got a guy there. If Donnie Kirkpatrick had retired last year, I think we'd all say this is a home run hire. Right. Um, it, it's still a good hire. My one concern is <sighs> is he going to need a building year and he doesn't have that? We have to win now. Um, and, and, and that that's my one concern with him. Um, so, you know, we're going to have to hit the portal hard and he's going to have to be ready to call plays out the gate. And uh, that's why I wonder, again, do you guys, Matt, do it, Bubba, David, do you guys perceive any more staff changes coming? Um, I would think that I think you would let him hire some of his own guys. Yeah, I, I, I think, um, yeah, for example, uh, since we've done our last show, Raekwon Boyette no longer with the program. Um, so we've lost him, obviously. And then what when you – Running backs. Last year he was receivers, and then with Chris Foster moving on to Northwestern, he took over the running backs after, you know, of course, playing running back at Duke. Okay. 
Well, that's um, so you know, we're gonna have a new running backs coach, and uh, I, I would wonder, uh, you know, at the receivers coaches, inside receiver, outside receiver, um, if we're sitting there, or you know, well, uh, OC will coach quarterbacks. Um, I would imagine uh, he was passing game coordinator. Yeah, at Ole Miss at one point before they changed it to co-offensive coordinator as his title. Which, by the way, you know, and you play quarterback again. That means you know, I know we'll run the ball, but we are going to throw the pass. I got a feeling we're going to throw the ball. Oh yes. Oh, we better. We better. You know, you think about this from from his perspective, guys. I mean, did I say throw the pass, Matt? I'm sorry, throw the run. The great thing about him coming into this situation is, you know, you're coming into a a spot where you can only. There's only one way for this offense to go. I mean, it was historically bad this year. You can only improve it from this point on. Um, so in that regard, when you look at it from his standpoint, this is a really good spot because you're only mm-hmm. going to show improvement from here. Now, I think he's going to be very surprised when he gets here and he starts looking at the film, just how deficient we are in certain areas, especially on the O-line, quarterback and receiver. Um, but two things I like about this, guys. Number one, we, we got it done pretty quickly. He yep. can hit the ground running on Monday. Um, the other thing I like about – when you get a, a younger coach like this, this is his first true. I know he had the co-OC title at Ole Miss, but this is his first true or solo offensive coordinator job at this level. He's going to be very hungry. You know what I mean? He's going to have yeah. that hunger to establish himself as as kind of a, a name brand coach in college football. So I think we're getting a guy on the upswing. Uh, he's going to be hungry, but he's got a big task in front of him because – not only do you have to address all these deficiencies we have offensively, but I think the real key is you have to get these guys in before spring football because if you're going to improve for next year, you have to have a spring ball to come together as a team and to learn the offense. Um, you know, that that's going to be a key to this whole thing. So not only just filling those those roster holes, but you got to get them in quickly. You know, one thing I would wonder, you know, you look at Ty Keys, and you obviously talk about the portal, but uh, homie being down at Ole Miss, um, you know, the two states with the most good junior college football is Kansas and Mississippi. Correct. We've got some good junior college players from Mississippi over the years. Fontavious Kipper comes to mind. Um, and, you know, we're looking at Ty Keys right now. I wonder, you know, does he have any we, – we always think portal quarterbacks. Does, does Coach uh, – does Baker have any good insight on some junior college quarterbacks down there in Mississippi? What's great, too, is the fact that today is the first day that we could talk to recruits again and they get the job done. And Coach Houston said he's going to take the offensive coordinator, obviously, with him to talk to every single offensive player. I think, um, and guys, um, I found out this week, I don't know if you guys know this, but Rajay Harris is, was 50-50 whether he was going to come back or not. Um, I think with a young guy, I was thinking about this earlier, I want to get y'all's opinion. Having a young guy, he can at 33, he can relate to a guy that's 20, 22 better than somebody like me that's 50 or Chad Morris is 55. Potentially. Um, you know, sometimes you just connect with people and it doesn't matter the age difference. But I I don't know what Roger was wanting to transfer for. Um, he uh, he played significantly. Was he mad about the Navy game? I don't know. His dad seems to be a bit of a character, not insulting his dad. But uh, I hope Roger stays. Um, you know, him and, um, you know, he played well against Tulsa. You got him and Bond. Um, Green, Green's walking. He graduated, right? He decided not to come back for a sixth year, didn't he? Well, at least not at East Carolina. According to – he did walk. 
at senior day and I'm not sure if he's calling it quits or if, if he's seeking to play another year elsewhere. Yeah. Wish he, wish he would stay around. As, I do too, as, but I certainly uh, don't blame him. Yeah. It looks like Marlon Gunn may be gone. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody's had more loyalty to the, to them on this team than Rajay. Exactly. I mean, this, this Mike Houston has been extremely loyal to Rajay, even at times where, listen, I love, I love, I think he's a great kid, um, but he has not always been productive. And uh, especially this year, there were times where I thought other guys should have got more carries. Um, and the numbers showed that, you know, that's not my opinion. That was shown by the numbers. And uh, so I, I don't know what there is to be upset about, you know, so what you got one carry at the Navy game. Let's move on from that. I mean, and look yeah, at every, got every damn carry at the Tulsa game, basically. Right. And he I mean, played well. He played well. Yards. 154 yards, right, Bubba? Yeah, played well. Um, should have been um, taking a handoff and not a direct snap there at the end. But um, yeah. The I, thing that uh, impressed me about that is that he had two runs, 40 plus yards in, in the heat. Yeah. And yeah, he, he looked he, a lot faster. He did on X, so, you know, and just. You know, they'll put those out there. You know, you saw it a lot last year, the last couple of years with Keaton Mitchell, you know, how many, quote, miles per hour you're running. You know, and who knows exactly how accurate that is. But nonetheless, it was impressive. You know, he – the way he turned the corner on the Tulsa defense. Yeah, I know they're not the best, uh, Matt. I know they're not the best defense in the world, but I was – I finally, you know, we've all agreed about that, about Rajay was not 100%, but he looked a lot better. That was more like the Rajay of old that we know that uh, maybe it just take you, – you brought that point up too, Matt, about how long it takes for an ACL, and it looked like that he was more like himself in the Tulsa game. Yeah, when you watch guys who come off ACL injuries, um, it, it's not the first year. It's the second year where they truly come back. Um you know, it, it's it's just always the way it is. It's always the same story. You know, they get nine months out. They say, oh, I feel great. I feel 100%. But the body just, you know, doesn't get you back, truly back to 100% until that second year. Um, so you got to give him a lot of credit because what he was able to do on such short notice is, is impressive. Um, but I don't think he was 100%. So good to see him break out the last game of the year and, I do hope he stays because I think he's only going to get better from here. And if you got him and Bond as a foundation at running oh, back, man. then you, you got something to build from there. But you, you want Baker to have weapons, and I think we're already going to, you know, obviously going to need a quarterback. We're going to need some receivers, and we're going to need a couple pieces from the other line. Also, there's something else to address. Um, I, in, in this kind of offense, what we're I would assume you would have to be taking wider splits, and we're going to be getting rid of the ball a lot faster. So that should take a lot of pressure off the line. Yeah, and and um, go ahead, Bubba. I was gonna, I was gonna get. Yeah, before we talk about some more of the possibilities and what may or may not happen under John David Baker in this new offensive system, some of the things. I know we talked about some of his background, who he's coached under. As as we mentioned a few minutes ago, he did play quarterback from 2010 to 2013 at Abilene Christian, an FCS program. Um, in 2013, completed 67% of his passes as a senior, just shy of 3,400 yards, 35 touchdowns, just five interceptions. And um, Should and be also, as a coast to position well, you would think. 
Yeah, and also ran for five touchdowns. So, so those 40 touchdowns was an Abilene Christian um, record. So uh, he, he was a heck of a quarterback. And, um, and then he, he got his coaching start there at his alma mater as a, as a GA, you know, working with quarterbacks. And then from there, moved on to the University of North Texas um, from 2016 to 2018, offensive quality control. And then um, had the opportunity to follow Graham Harrell out to, uh, to USC, uh, where he served as quality control in 2019. Got his first, quote, full-time job, so to speak, and, you know, even though obviously quality control is as well, but uh, kind of like the volunteer assistant situation in baseball uh, you know, from that standpoint. But he became the tight ends coach for the Trojans uh, in that shortened 2020 season. And uh, in that season, he was listed by 24-7 sports, uh, one of the, the 30 Brighton up up and coming coaches under the age of 30. And then uh, now just completed his third year at Ole Miss, the second as the co-offensive coordinator, also working with the tight ends. Um, and as Kyle mentioned earlier, uh, he was a, the passing game coordinator and tight ends coach in year one before you know, receiving that uh, promotion of sorts. Um, who knows how much the responsibility changed, but uh, you know, from talking to Ole Miss sources, uh, you know, folks that are well connected there in Oxford, and we were told that you know this year he he probably was responsible for uh, well over half of uh, the game prep. Yeah, and then and then you know, high energy guy, you know, very serious as you would hope on the field, but then you know. You know, very uh, can be very laid back and humble off of it, you know, despite probably oftentimes, you know, being the smartest guy in the room. So that was nice to hear. And, uh, you know, just, you know, his intelligence and, um, you know, who he'd had the opportunity to work work with and just uh, his total package is why, um, why Lane Kiffin wanted to bring him into the mix um, back prior to the 2021 season. Yeah, yeah, and obviously he wanted to break away, have his own offense, be the, be the so offensive coordinator. I'm sure he has aspirations, obviously, to be a head coach. Um, and, you know, uh, this is a good opportunity for him. Hopefully we'll light it up this coming year. And, uh, you know, he, he can – he can, uh, you know, maybe he'll be the next Lincoln Riley. Um, we'll, time will tell. And, guys, by the way, um, not having – Matt, I know that you uh, talked about this way, way back, about we don't have a bye game this year, so you don't have to worry about – um, Michigan, you don't have to worry about that, you know, that starting out the season with an L. And not only that, guys, I looked at it today. Um, the furthest non-conference game we have is Liberty at three hours and I think it's three hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, and this is still a tough non-conference schedule. Liberty is playing for the conference championship tonight. And if, if they win it tonight and Tulane falters tomorrow, they could be in the New Year's Six. Um, and then you got, uh, you got, you know, Appalachian State playing for the Sun Belt title tomorrow. They're on the schedule. Old Dominion's going to a bowl game. They're six and six. They're on the schedule, and uh, then Norfolk State. So, um, non-conference schedule is not easy by any means. But no, there's no Michigan. Um, but you know, it, it's doable. Where Michigan, oh, yeah, you, know, you know, it's doable for sure. Um, the biggest thing to me but, is, is I, I'm anxious to see how many portal and junior college players we bring in on the offensive side of the ball. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. Well, I, I'm not a big recruiting guy. I'll be watching it like a hawk uh, starting now. 
Oh, Let's just be a total rebuild, a total rebuild. I mean, Kyle, I really think just offensive line alone. Yeah, we only have, what, two or three, Matt? Yeah, I'm bringing in seven guys, five wow. to seven guys just on the offensive line. Total rebuild there for me. You We've know, already got a junior college there. commitment, so that, that's one. So that so that's one, yeah. Now, I'll say this, like, it's almost it's almost Christmas time when you look at the portal because the number of quarterbacks that are that are just basically – you know, they don't play for one year. They hit the portal today. Right. Just alone, Michigan State had three quarterbacks go into the, into the portal today. Good God. Um, yep. So, and that's just one school. So, it's it's like Christmas shopping. I mean, he's they're going to have opportunities. And now, you know, you have a chance to really sell an attractive offense for these guys. Because, you know, in the past, it was just so vanilla. Um, and it was, and, and, and let's face it, you know, we did have, I'm not going to act like it was all bad over the last five years. We had some good, really good moments, especially two years ago with Holton. But, um, listen, recruits want to play in a high octane offense. They want to put up numbers. Um, and, and this gives you an opportunity to hopefully sell the offense. Right. And by the way, Matt, you made a great point. Uh, last week and that is we were talking about east carolina football and i said the minimum you know you look at east carolina is like seven to nine wins you made a great point about nine wins because that basically means uh in other words to compete for championships that would mean uh, one lost non-conference and two in the conference uh, in the american so in other words you would uh, go three and one and then six and two in the conference uh, in the american and that gives you a good shot of not only the nine wins, it gives you a shot at the conference championship yeah. and and then maybe so, a, a, a bigger bowl. You talking about for next year? No, 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 no. I'm just oh. talking about he made a great point of we, we know we're not going any year. We're probably not going 12-0. and 0, But in other words, to have high standards of having nine wins and three losses. So more than likely you're going to have one or two losses in nine conference, but I was just saying one and then two. In other words, to compete for a conference championship, I would I would think that more than two losses you would be out of the race. Well, you got twelve and zero. Not next year, but right. um, um, if Tulane can do it, if if Liberty can do it, why the hell what can we do it? Um, but it won't be next year. No, uh, or, no, no, no. Or, or, or I'd be talking if we go nine and three next year. Honestly, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, Matt. You said your expectations for next year is eight and five, or excuse me, eight and four to be happy. I, I think with the rebuild we have on offense, um, you you get to six and six, seven and five. I'm gonna take it. Um, honestly, uh, with the rebuild we have on that side of the ball, particularly if you if you your defense is just as good as it was this year. If we keep Blake Harrell, if the offense, I don't expect the offense game one to come out and well, we're playing Norfolk State, so maybe we will drop fifty. But against an FBS opponent, drop fifty. But if we show you know major improvement, particularly as the year goes on, get to six or seven wins, I'll be happy. But uh, you know. It, it, like you said, like Matt, you said it's a complete rebuild on the offensive side yeah. of the ball. So I think, I think eight and four, um, or is that still your expectation? Well, so just to clarify a little bit. So what I was saying was, if if we're able to keep this defense together, right? Right. So this defense we had this year, if we're able able to keep Blake Harrell, if we're able to, you know, obviously we're losing like a you know a Julius Wood. That's a big loss, but. You know, I do like the defense, the new guys coming in. And if we're able to keep that unit together, add some new pieces to it, um, keep the corners, keep Revel and Jackson. I think they're gonna it's gonna need, take some NIL money to keep those guys around. Oh, yeah. But if that's the case, then 
if you're able to go out and get a really solid quarterback, a few tackles, and a playmaker, now all of a sudden you do have a chance for, a, for I think, a pretty quick rebuild. Because I do think it's easier than ever with the portal to build a roster. No, it is. It is. Um, you got to have some money. But you, you can definitely do it. Um, the how, how long is the portal open, guys? When, when, when can guys quit entering the portal? It's, uh, so it starts on Monday, December 4th. And I believe, isn't it, Matt, like the whole the portal is already open. No, it's not. No. Officially, you, you can announce you're entering now. Yeah, you're just announcing your intentions. Okay, so it, it's from when to when? When does it close? It's the end of December, I believe. It's almost a month, right, guys? I'm, I'm confirming. Yeah. It's, it's about three or three and a half weeks, I want to say. And then there's a quiet period or a dead period, and then it opens again, correct? In yeah, the it's spring. After spring ball. Yeah. yeah, you got the spring the spring game after that. They this a few weeks again, so that you if you don't pan out in the spring game or you feel like you don't have a a legitimate uh, spot on the roster or to start or whatever, then you, they give you an extra chance. So yeah, my point is December. The go ahead, December fourth to January second. Okay, so the, oh, almost, the, yeah, the, so the you have a four week period. The conversations has to be having. We have to be having those conversations with those defensive players now. Um, you know, so, uh, the fact that none of them have declared for the portal at this point is good. Um, yeah. so let's hope we can keep it that way. Yeah. And, the, and the, I think they have something, you know, like a chip to, uh, chip on their shoulder. Like we talk about, I know Greg is, uh, awesome. By the way, give a shout out to shell on here tonight, but guys from the nineties and just like Matt, uh, Matt, you remember that about the, the chip on the shoulder. Um, there's the defense is uh, real stingy. I think uh, when you look at um, with if if you like you said Matt if uh, you if you have Blake Harrell coming back and with most of the if not all the defense um, then you're not going to be giving up a lot of points and another point to make guys check this out um, as far as next year with a schedule we have Norfolk State we go at Old Dominion you could be two and zero right there Appalachian State is home. The toughest non-conference game you have is the fourth game of the season. So they, with Liberty, I'm not I'm not knocking them. I actually like they were playing that series, and like you said, Kyle, they're playing for a conference championship I, tonight. No, I hope you wouldn't be knocking Liberty. They 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 knock our no, I'm not. Right now. Um, no, no, no. I'm just saying I, the people, average person that doesn't know. If you don't know football, Liberty, they're number twenty-two in the country. If you, if you don't know Liberty's good, just stop watching college football. If you're watching this podcast and you don't realize Liberty's good, turn it off and go to bed. Well, I'm not. Yeah, they uh, everybody listening and watching are very smart. They know about Liberty, but uh, uh, my point is, is that you could have a lot more momentum going into this oh, year. You, you definitely could. It was, and even Old Dominion, though, you know, they're 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 six to six going to a bowl. I don't know what they got coming back, so I'm I'm sure they're penciling us in as a win. So um, going up to Norfolk won't be easy either. So yeah, we could start off two and zero. Oh, we could start off one and one. Um, yep. And, I mean. If we can start off 0-2, that'd be a nightmare, but I doubt that's going to happen. But, yeah, there's definitely a chance to start 2-0. and If we can start 2-0, and then holy crap, you know. You what, what if we go 3-0? Well, you know, if you, you, you could, but let's, let's see what we get out the portal first. No, no, I'm just saying – I know that. I'm just saying there is – what I'm saying is with the schedule is friendlier, a little bit friendlier this year. Plus, we have, I think, with the defense coming back, plus with – we'll be able to score points. And if you look at – if you look at all the games this year, um, not being able to score, I mean, when you when you hold Navy to 10 points and you get shut out, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, it's ridiculous, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you would think, again, we got to get some players at the portal. I mean, you, we got the best, 
you'd have the best offensive coordinator in the world if you ain't got if you haven't got any players. Exactly. But, so we you gotta. Just, you just mentioned the word navy, and I had like a P, P, PSTD yeah. uh, flashback. A what? A what, but, Matt? Post-traumatic stress. PTSD. PTSD, not PSTD. Something like that. Yeah, but living in a military area, man, that PTSD is something I hear about all the time. Yeah, when I hear the word Navy, I start having, like, traumatic memories. But, yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, guys, I do think that knowing that Donnie was going to retire after the year, I'm yeah. guessing this plan has been in place for probably yeah. a few months now. And which does Houston make, said two months. Yeah. Which does make me wonder if there there's a plan in place for a quarterback, if there's something in the works for that as well. Some sort of a connection through the new coordinator. Um, yeah, that's what I was just indicating to about right? the junior college. That's what I was indicating about the junior colleges in Mississippi. With him coming yep. from Mississippi, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I don't know who he yeah. knows. Well, we have, you know, and I know you. We've already referenced him, but one of our viewers uh, here, I'm scrolling back to the comment, uh, who had asked about Ty Keys. Uh, okay, all right, WJ O'Connor. What's up, WJ? Um, but any word on Ty Keys or any other JUCO quarterback prospects? So. He's one that I know our friend James from Southern Miss loves and was playing on Southern Miss, then went to junior college, right, guys? And Yeah, injury problems at USM. They brought in yeah. other quarterbacks and he transferred out with the Juco. So taking a look at uh, Ty Keith, you know, on, on social media, I'm trying to see, in addition to the Pirates, uh, some of the uh, programs that it offered. Uh, you know, he received an offer today from Georgia State. Um, he received an offer yesterday from Louisiana Tech. Um, also, you know, of course, there were some FCS offers. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, Buffalo. Um, you know, one of the one of the JUCO football frenzy on uh, this was as of about a, just shy of two weeks ago. Um, they were talking about Miami having quarterback issues, and they were trying to uh, get Miami to recruit Ty Keys. Where is he from? Is he a Mississippi boy? He is. And let's see. Back on November 7th, uh, he tweeted about his East Carolina offer. Uh, Let's see. So uh, bear with me. I was scrolling back through his. And and then uh, ULM, Arkansas State. So. Arkansas State got their quarterback situation squared away about midseason. Uh, ULM's getting a new head coach. Um, Louisiana Tech had a terrible season this year, uh, but they run in a wide open offense um, and um, need a quarterback, and that's close to home. That's that's one I would watch. Georgia State, uh, you know, you got Atlanta. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I and who knows if he's the answer anyway? Maybe maybe uh, you know who knows if Blake or not Blake, but if uh, Baker wants him. But we'll uh, we'll see. Are we go- guys? Do we want to take calls tonight, or are we are we going to mess with that? Do we want to put the number up, or I'm good with that if you yeah, guys definitely. want. All right, well, there you go. It's the number right there: two five two two nine zero zero three seven five. Give me a 252-290-0375 chance. Two nine zero zero three seven five, and give Dave a chance to answer the phone. We do not have a Shirley Rose. We do not have a call screener. So, we love you, Shirley. 
Dave, Dave has to mute himself and answer your phone call. So if he calls and it's not answered right away, um, just let it keep ringing. Let it keep ringing. Dave will get to you eventually. Yeah. Let it, let us know your thoughts on the, on the hiring of John David Baker, you know, you know very impressive uh, resume, you know, and like we've already discussed uh, several minutes ago, as far as Lincoln Riley, when he came to East Carolina, you know, you know so, sure. Some people in football circles had heard of him, but a lot had not, you know, and coach Ruff, you know, he, he really believed in him and uh, rightfully mm-hmm. so. And Lincoln got it done. And, yes, sir. Uh, and then, you know, obviously John David Baker is six years older than Lincoln was. So, um, Sure, there's reason for uh, skepticism, but there's a lot more uh, reason to believe that uh, this is an excellent hire, and he's gonna he's gonna get it done. You just gotta give him an opportunity to, no. to get, the, get, get the personnel we need. But that but the great thing is we can we can uh, accumulate that personnel faster than ever before. Hey, awesome. by the way, go ahead. Really cool. Yeah, really quick, guys. Uh, non football related. Congratulations to our volleyball team. They sweep the Citadel tonight in the NIVC. It's basically like the NIT for basketball. Um, never been in a postseason tournament like this for the volleyball program ever. And they want, they actually swept it tonight 3 nothing. So uh, great for them. They play Georgia Southern tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. I'm going to be there covering uh, that. And um, I'm looking forward to it. And, and also for the women's basketball game tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock for Kim McNeil. It's the diabetes awareness game. And um, so she's going to be giving a lecture, a talk tomorrow night, chalk talk at one or tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. Uh, so I want to give everybody a chance to uh, uh, check that out. While we're waiting the calls, I wanted to give the ladies, uh, Lady Pirates, a shout out. That's really awesome. I never didn't think uh, we'd ever see that. Do you remember, uh, guys, when the volleyball team was only winning a few years ago, four games? Um, so great accomplishment. And. Uh, shout out to the, all the players and coaches, no doubt about it. Yeah, what no good, doubt, and, and they're good for them. And, uh, again, the number is 252-290-0375, 252-290-0375 if you want to call. And, uh, uh, yeah, it, good, good for the, good for the volleyball team for uh, for getting the dub tonight. And hopefully they beat Georgia Southern tomorrow and uh, keep rolling in the, uh, there in the uh, volleyball tournament. It makes me always wonder uh, why there's no NIT for baseball. I don't think the coaches. I agree with you one hundred percent, but I don't think the coaches want it, right, guys? Some, coaches, some, some, some coaches. You, you, you have some coaches that would probably relish the opportunity to play in the NIT because they are not going to get that NCAA opportunity very often. No doubt, and uh, Daniel has a great question while we're waiting, guys. Uh, by the My way, nephew Daniel, he's passing. No, no. Uh, he says, "What does the backup quarterback situation look like at Ole Miss?" Any transfer candidates? Great question. Great question. I'm sure – I'm guessing Bubba did the research on that already, so I'll, I'll, I'll ah. throw that to, to Bubba or, or Kyle. But I'll say this. D, d, when, I, when I mentioned before that I bet you those conversations have been in the works for a few months, right. I wouldn't be surprised at all if there is a backup um, on that team that would be willing to go with his OC and you know, potentially have a starting job at East Carolina. No doubt, and that's the thing is that, uh, by the way, if you didn't get a chance to, uh, hey, JR, thank you, JR, as always. Spencer Sanders is out of eligibility. I guess he's uh, 
one of the quarterbacks that uh, at Ole Miss. Uh, I remember that name earlier from Bubba, right, Bubba? Yeah, he had transferred in from Oklahoma State. Uh, had a lot of success um, there in Stillwater, um, and then and then opted to use that uh, COVID year because he would have been uh, finished after the twenty two season, but then opted to uh, to leave Oklahoma State for Ole Miss. But I, I believe. Uh, you know, he sustained an injury. Obviously, Jackson Dart, very talented uh, as well. But, you know, when he sustained that injury. No chance the NCAA will give him a seventh year? That, that's, <laughs> what I was, that's, what I, that's what I was hoping that maybe he could uh, he could be. <laughs> yeah, he could be. Um, well, you're laughing, Dave, but the homie at, uh, t- at, at UTSA was UTSA. a year seven. No, I'm, I'm just – no, I was thinking about James Pinkney. Was that six years? UTSA played for a decade. Well, it was Patrick Pinkney. Patrick, I mean, Patrick Pinkney, my bad. It, yeah, it, was, it was six years, which was unheard of back yeah. then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look um, in addition to uh, or to see if there's any anyone that could potentially be leaving Oxford uh, to, to follow John David Baker to Greenville. You know, Shelby. guys – or, or maybe, hey, look, Abilene Christian ties to FCS. Is there a good quarterback at Abilene Christian? Excellent point. And, you know, hey, if if we can somehow land Ty Keys, you, you get Ty Keys, oh, and then you get uh, one more, like, you know, Kyle's saying, you know, this, this proven, you know, be it uh, FBS, FCS, or JUCO, and, and let those two, two duke it out. No doubt. And by the way, guys, uh, Logan was talking about most of his NIL money. We got a call coming in, guys. Hang on one second. Uh, y'all keep talking. Yeah. I, uh, it, 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 the quarterback situation will be very interesting, but another one that I mentioned before, it's going to be the receiver situation. We're going to have to bring in quite a few receivers, in my opinion. You know, you, you got you got your uh, you got your uh, Brock Spalding, you got your uh, Sowell, but uh, we need more depth there. Yeah, you know, guys, for me, the order is NIL in a perfect world. And, you know, if it was to go, I think we've raised near $600,000 at this point. It's obviously quarterback first. But for me, I need to get two impact offensive linemen, preferably tackles, that can start from day one. Um, That is a huge need. If you can can start with that as the foundation of your offseason, you're in a really good spot. Then you could start to fill in with hopefully a playmaker at wide receiver. I think, you know, if Rajay stays and Bond stays, we're in pretty good shape there. But, you know, that's that for me is the order. Solidify the offensive line because last year we just saw, hey, this is what it was like. We couldn't get any push. We couldn't run the ball on anybody. We couldn't protect. Um, We've got to get some tackles that have some feet and some strength here. No doubt, Bubba. We got a caller on the line right now. Let's go to our, uh, the great Queen City, and let's talk to my brother, Shell. How you doing, man? Hello, boys. Talk Go on, Shell. Hey, guys. Hey, I've um, talked to a couple of buddies of mine here in Charlotte today, and uh, this question obviously is to all of you, but I'm going to start, uh, if I can, with Matt. So, Matt, when you... We lost Shell. I, lo- I lost Shell there. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead, Shell. Hello? Go no, ahead, Shell. Repeat, repeat your question. Can you hear me? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, we can now. 
Okay. Sorry about that. I said, I have a question for all of you, uh, but I'd like to hear your thoughts, but I would like to start with Matt. So Matt, when you got a, a guy coming in, that's a Lane Kiffin protege, that obviously that carries some weight in regards to offense um, and calling plays. What does that do to people looking at East Carolina, seeing a guy like that coming in that's going to have the reins to take over the offense? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good question, Shell. First of all, thanks for calling in, too. Always good to hear from you, man. Um, but I think it lends it lends credibility. I mean, if you're if you're a quarterback in the portal, if you're a wide receiver – you know, you want to play in a high-octane type offense where you have a chance to put up numbers. And, you know, I think they can, you know, the staff can sell the fact that, hey, our new offensive coordinator comes from a proven offensive system that was successful in the SEC and right. uh, puts up big numbers. So if you're a quarterback or if you're a receiver, it's, it's appealing because, you know, th there's a proven track record there against really good competition. Um so I think it lends a lot of credibility, and I think it's going to help um, make a case as we're trying to go through recruiting here. And as I said, they're going to be on the road. The recruiting uh, started back as far as being able to talk to recruits today being Friday, in case you're listening, uh, being December 1st. And then don't forget the transfer portal opens up on Monday. Matt's got his apartment. You got your apartment ready, Matt, in the I portal? I love the portal. I love the yeah. portal. <laughs> to, to, to elaborate more on the uh, the question Shell had about Lane Kiffin and the uh, and Baker coming from that that coaching you know a, a disciple of Lane Kiffin if you will but we just he's really more it sounds like he's more disciple of perhaps um, Graham Harrell but nonetheless um, coming from Lane Kiffin offense it's a good time to be coming from that Lane Kiffin staff because what did they go ten and two this year so um, yeah they, they can score some points yeah. Ten to two, so it's it's you know Lane's kind of hot right now. He, you know, um, it's Lane. Lane's been a polarizing figure uh, at times. Uh, people seem to like Lane more these days. So, uh, in, in just just it's a good time to be to be hiring somebody from that staff. I think from a recruiting standpoint. Yeah, you know, in, in Alabama, all these coaches that uh, have tough breaks, they go there, they get rejuvenated. Uh, they have like therapy, coaches therapy or whatever, and Saban takes them under the wing and then, and he's done a great job at FAU. And then of course, now at Ole Miss. And something else about this, we've, we've kind of hinted at it, but not really discuss it directly. And that's, we've talked about him being 33 years old and his ability to relate uh, with that youth, but then also Ole Miss has made a living out of the transfer portal. So this is a guy yep. that's, you know, comes from a staff and a program that is is used to uh, recruiting the portal very heavily. So that could bode well. I'd like to know how involved he's been with that. You know, is, is you know what is his reputation as a recruiter? That's something that uh, we haven't, haven't talked about. It. Have anybody has anybody heard his reputation as a recruiter? I haven't. That was one of the questions. I'm glad you brought that up, Kyle. That was one of the questions I had. I have not heard a single word about recruiting. Now, we're working to get uh, some Ole Miss folks on. I have reached out to, to several, uh, but no luck thus far. Uh, we'll make that happen in the coming days. No doubt. And, uh, Shell, uh, by the way, while we have you on the line, congratulations. His son, Randy, now is uh, made the varsity basketball team. So, congratulations. Or is it JV team? Did I get it right? JV, man. He's, he JV. was moved up to varsity for football, but yes, he's on the varsity lacrosse team, but he's the only 10th grader that plays 
football, basketball, and lacrosse for Catholic. But thank you for saying that. Nice. Congrats to Randy. We need to give him a scholarship for East Carolina Legacy Recruit Show. Matt, you haven't snuck down to Charlotte, have you? Just saying. I have not, buddy, but I, I will. <laughs> unfortunately, hey, I haven't. I is haven't, it, but, it's yeah. his favorite school, so next year on, we're going to be playing at Charlotte. So, <laughs> hey, no, no, hook no, up. Matt said he needs to hook up on some Knicks and Hornets tickets. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? That would be, uh, that would be awesome. I'll come I down for the Knicks make game. That happen. Let's do it. I, said I can actually work. make that happen. I have a few friends that could get you some floor tickets. Oh, man. Oh, there you hey. go. Shell is a, a high roller there, Matt. No, um, not me, my friends. Listen, I'm a hang up, guys. I love the show. I love listening to all of you. Um, so I'm gonna hang up and let you guys keep doing your thing. And uh, I, uh, I'll talk to you next time. All right, bro. Thanks, Shell from Charlotte. Thanks, Shell. Appreciate you. All right, great stuff there from Shell as always in the Queen City. And uh, Matt, I tell you what, I told everybody that my, um, I told Matt by the way, my favorite arena is msg madison square garden and i can't wait maybe in the winter time i can come up there and uh see a knicks game with you and i'll pull for the knicks that night anytime i mean the knicks uh, still play at msg yeah msg hey i think we've beat we played charlotte like four times already well, yeah and uh, let's not time. talk about let's not talk about that <laughs> the knicks you want to bring that up so uh anytime yeah. you guys want to come to uh madison square garden i will warn you though it's a it's a very expensive night out. Our, our parking there is a nightmare. If you try to park there, you pretty much have to take transit or a cab or something. Yeah, I would never even consider driving in. You just take a train. That's what I was going to tra- say. The train is a lot easier, right? Well, the, the train literally lets you out right underneath Madison Square Garden. It's called Penn Station. Yep. Oh, yeah. You take the train in. Or you can take this, the train to Grand Central Station and walk about. Ten blocks or so, which is really easy too. But uh, anytime you guys want to come up, it's a fun night out. We'll hit a little Irish pub first, and then we'll go to the game. Hey, no man. As far as MSG is concerned, uh, obviously I I don't like it in my Chinese food. (laughs) MSG, MSG, (laughs) MSG (laughs) underwent uh, a pretty significant uh, renovation, right? Uh, In the in the last several years. So, what can you tell us about that? Because You've seen you've seen um, renovations like that um, be done different ways, and you think of Soldier Field where it's not even recognizable. Yeah, you know what can you tell us before and after with Madison Square Garden? They did a really good job with it. I mean, they they maintained the um, like the original look of the stadium, but they widened the concourses uh, and they added a lot of concession stands. So, I mean, the, the concourses are wide open now. I think the seating is pretty good for the most part. I mean, you know, it's it's a bigger arena for an NBA stadium, but the seating is pretty good. Um, very pricey, though. Like, last Knicks game I went to, I ordered a rum and Coke, $20. Oh, my God, for a rum and Coke? Yeah. And it was what do they think they are, Walnut Creek and Raleigh? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a fun atmosphere. Um, much better than the old garden. So, you know, I think they yeah. did a pretty good job with it. By the yeah. way, yeah, um, Kyle and I love uh, wrestling, and that's another uh, mecca as far as the WWE. Yeah, and used to be, uh, they don't run there that much anymore, but that used to be uh, yeah. going back to the 60s, 70s, uh, even through the 80s and 90s, um, MSG was the place. Um, and back in the 70s and 80s, you know, um, 
Vince would run in, uh, Vince Senior would run MSG once a month, and uh, Bruno San Martino, Billy Graham, Bob Dusty Rhodes. Uh, well, yeah, du- well, Dusty, Dusty they brought Dusty, him in. Dusty was brought. Yes, correct. Dusty was brought in from Florida, and um, you know, main event with guys like Billy Graham and, and such. But he was never the WWE champion. The guy who drew the most houses ever at MSG sellouts. Um, from a wrestling standpoint, maybe you'd have to look and see. Period uh, was Bruno San Martino. Bruno has probably had more sellouts in MSG than Billy. You're Joel. correct. That's correct, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Stevie says, "Is Matt going to MSG for the final Kiss concert?" Well, Stevie, I know you're like the our expert on Kiss, but I don't think Kiss. I don't think it's the end of the road. I think there'll be another road, a crossroads. They'll have. You know, by Paul Stanley will do solo. My my, uh, my my buddy Craig, who's also a huge Kiss friend, Kiss friend, Kiss fan, a member of the Kiss Army, like our like our good friend Stevie Stevie Fly. You know, it's not a far drive here from MSG. He lives up in um, Alexander, Virginia, so uh, it's only a good four hours, I think, to MSG from where he lives. But um, I uh, the DC border, but uh, he uh, my buddy Craig, who's uh, in Memphis, he uh, he says it's it for Kiss. He says he doesn't think they're going to do another show. The, the MSG concert is their last one. So, um, if you remember the Kiss Army, if you remember the Kiss Army, you, uh, I'm sure it's already sold out. How old are those guys now? I mean, they, 140. They're in their 70s. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, I mean, they're, they're in their 70s. Yeah, Stevie. of course they are. They're getting up there, man. I, you know, I, I remember the early 80s when I saw the, the Kiss posters. You know, everyone yeah. remember how in the 80s there were, there were posters yeah. everywhere of bands. It scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. I'm like, <laughs> like three years old. I see these guys. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But uh, yeah, awesome band. I mean, if it's the last show, Stevie, you, you know, we got to get Stevie brother. up to New York, you know, and yeah, and get him to the show. Oh man, he. I don't know what he would. He would. I don't know if he could. Uh... And you can get me and Stevie in New York City together. You get God Almighty. That'd be like too damn. I don't know. That would be like the hell. That would be. That would be like, like the, the hangover. That would be like the clam. Go to. Like the Clampets go to Maui. I mean, it would be me, me and Stevie in <laughs> New City. Jesus Christ. That, that, that would, would be like Hangover 4. Williamson. What do you think? Hangover 4. Nah, it would be. Kyle his, gets lost in New York. You, you talk about two fish out of water. <laughs> Holy crap. Dude, I would I would love. That would be amazing for all you guys to, you know, to come up. and. Uh, we need to Matt, do it. Matt, I got friends. I got friends that are from the Philadelphia, Jersey area. And they always tell me. They think I would fit in the Philadelphia area pretty well. I, would, you would. would you, you think so? Okay. See, here's right. the thing about Kyle, right? And I, and I say this as a compliment. You, the thing about Kyle is that you will say whatever's on your mind. You don't give, you know what? Um, I think you'd fit right in because that's how most people in Philly and New York are. They'll they'll say whatever's on their mind. So I think you'd, uh, I think you'd fit right in. And Matt. Interesting. The restaurants in in New York City are are superior than a lot of places I've eaten over the fifty years of existence and around the country. Oh man, you you know every type of restaurant imaginable. So uh... <laughs> Shell said you would, Kyle. Shell lived in Philly for fourteen years. He's an Eagles fan, <laughs> by the way, guys. Yeah, that's what my friends who went to the ECU Tulsa game they. <laughs> they told me this before, but then after they saw me after the Tulsa game, just 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 that going complete idiot uh they're like they're like you you, you fit in were you kicking you, kicking cups and such i threw my popcorn well, I'm, not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that on the air um but uh yeah, 
I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was being an ass. And, um, they, uh, you know, they were like, yeah, you, you fit in with Philly fans perfectly. Shell says that Philly hates New Yorkers laughing out loud. <laughs> I don't, I don't, the Eagles versus the giants, you know, like, <laughs> no um, doubt. Uh, thank about, you, Greg, oh, for coming on tonight. Greg is leaving oh, us. Ahead. Thank you. A new, a new listener viewer, Greg, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you coming on tonight. It means yeah, a lot. Greg, Greg, yeah, we get off topic, Greg. So uh, if you were looking just for the pure ECU talk about ba- about Baker, um, hey, you know, sometimes we stay on topic. Sometimes we'll we'll, we'll ramble. So I hope no, that's not why go, you're he's leaving. Going to bed. No, he's going to bed. He's tired. That's why okay. he's leaving us. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Yeah. So, guys, uh, are you uh, are you excited like I am? Another thing that uh, I believe it was Justin brought up is uh, our buddy Shell. We've got a place to crash for the Charlotte game, Shell, Shell. Um, so we have the Charlotte game. You have Liberty. You have ODU. Um, so you've got some easy drives. Cra- we can crash at Bubba's house. I mean, what the hell? Bubba ain't never offered any of us to stay there when we do anything in the Charlotte area. Bubba is like 30 minutes from Charlotte. I'm going to stay at Bubba's house. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ingratiate, ingratiate, whatever, 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 ingratiate, 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 whatever the hell that word is. Um, Stacy's just gonna love me. She's gonna Bubba. Bubba. This is Stacey, not. Bubba thinks <laughs> Matt, would hate me. This is me. not a good idea. Bubba thinks Stacy would hate me. I think Stacy would. Love, wives, wives and mothers love me. It's always consistent. Wives and mothers love me. <laughs> Stacy would love me. She she would be like she. At first she'd be like I don't know about this guy. And then before you know it, I'd be her favorite. All right, and uh, Noah's. Notice asking, how Bubba has gone silent. Very silent. <laughs> he, Noah says, "Y'all think we'll sell out the App State game next year?" All right. Well, that's the third game. If we're two and zero, if we're two and zero, yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I say that it it'll be it'll be a big crowd. Um, we got another caller, guys. All right. No, actually, uh, I wasn't. No reason I was silent. I was I was searching for this. Oh, All right, we got our good buddy. No <laughs> hey guys, we got our good buddy Stevie Fly. Stevie, Stevie from from Alexandria, Virginia. What's going on, man? <laughs> road trip tomorrow night and we'll all hang out at Semenza's house and go to the Kiss concert tomorrow night Woo! and it's sold, sold out Let's go. <laughs> bring it Stevie bring it we can, we'll crash it we'll crash it don't worry about selling that we'll crash it I'm sure we're, we're just going to stand out in front of MSG <laughs> and try to get tickets from scalpers I'm sure that'll be cheap yeah, you got about you got about ten grand. You'll probably get in there. Matt has the suitcase of cash. We'll just take that with us, right, Matt? Let's go, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> we can. We can just use we can use all the nil money for the ECU got and get tickets there. Hey, Stevie, Stevie, have you ever seen uh, Ricky Skaggs' video, Country yeah. Boy, from the eighties? Years ago, years it's ago. Guy, you remember when he's in New York City in the subway and he's you know doing this hillbilly music, dancing all around, and everybody's Are you like, saying that would be us. That'd be us. That'd, that'd be me be and you. Us. That'd be me and you. Uh, yeah. We'd be Ricky Skaggs and Bill Monroe in the subway. New York wouldn't know what hit them if if we came up there. That's right. That would, that's for sure. You got Lagrange, North Carolina, and Lasker, but, uh, North Carolina. That's right. Exactly. By I mean, the way, and not Alexandria, Virginia. <laughs> By the I'm way, I'm trying to make you closer to New York. It's shorter drive. Stevie's part of our <laughs> TSO family. He's a, a town commissioner. I'm a town commissioner. So who's going to be the next to run for town commission or I, city I, council? I, me, I'm, I am. I'm going to. Oh, 
I actually live in a crossroads called Jason. I'm going to be the mayor of Jason. I'm going to be the first mayor of Jason. That would be great. Kyle talked several times to Andy Taylor. Uh, from, I do. Yep. From Leicester. So, yeah, um, that, that was my intro for you the other night, Stevie. Uh, Mayberry is actually, I don't know yeah. if you realize this, is in Virginia. So I was going to call you uh, Andy Taylor from Mayberry, Virginia. Why didn't you do it? Were you scared? No, I forgot to do it after I had done your. Yeah, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared you were going to come kick my ass. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I I forgot to do it. Yeah, I, I, well, no, there's things I'm scared of. Um, uh, the 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 I uh, I, I forgot to do it, and then I was like, well, I, I'm just going to go and tell you about it. And then I decided to save it, but now I've told you about it. I still might use it. We're we're going to do a bowl special for those of you who listen to just another sports podcast with me and Stevie. On Wednesday nights, we're taking a we're taking a brief uh, a, a brief break, and uh, we will be back for a bowl preview uh, probably about the second week, third week of December. That sounds good. And uh, yep. Justin's the mayor of New Hope. Really, Wait, Justin, you're the mayor uh, of New Hope. That's what he says. He's the Justin, mayor. All right, of New- okay, Justin. I'm gonna tell you where I live. Um, y- y- if you live in New Hope, okay, uh, I you go down Parkstown Road. Go to the end of Parkstown Road. Follow to Parkstown Road all the way to the end. Take a left on 903, and I'm right there on your left. Um, as soon as you turn off you Parkstown Road. You just so, tell uh, everybody. There's probably, there's probably no telling how many times you've gone past my I don't give a damn, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to – and we're coming to we're coming to Alaska. Yeah, but I, if he if he lives in New Hope, uh, Justin's about ten minutes from me. You, Justin, do you live by Eastern Wayne High School? West Hill Street. Okay, is that I don't I don't know where West Hill Street is. Is that near Eastern? It's got to be near Eastern Wayne High School if he lives in New Hope. Guys, give me a clue here. Where is Alaska? Where Where is this? Right in northeastern North Carolina, near um, like uh, Hosky Roanoke Rapids, um, Virginia. Sorry, yeah, so like how far about, from Greenville are we talking about, Stevie? About about an hour, hour twenty minutes from Greenville. No, oh, hour okay. twenty That's minutes. Not that far. It's not bad. It's but uh yeah, we need to bring you down here one time, Matt, just to because if he's you've seen Mayberry <laughs> before, it's just like it is it's ninety people in this town. But uh 90. It's home and it's great. It's great. I love it. I got to find out exactly how close Justin is to me. I'm, I'm going to go hang. I'm going to go hang out at Justin's house. And he went to Eastern Wayne. He said, Kyle, do you know where the red shed is? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is he near that? All right. Matt, what were you asking about Lasker there at the end? I couldn't hear you. Stevie, me and Lasker, North Carolina will be like Kyle from LaGrange Barber in New York City. Be the oh man! Well, it'd be like it would be like me in New York City, bud. I mean, <laughs> now look, look there on the map. Look there on the map. Now, there you, now, go, now, there you go. Now oh, he he go. is just as close to Richmond as he is Greenville. Look at that. That's why I always say he's from Virginia. Y'all see that there on the map? He's he's basically I'm not in, Virginia. in Virginia. I'm not basically, in Virginia. Basically, you are. No, he's North <laughs> Carolina, northeastern North Carolina. He's basically from Virginia. He's from Virginia. Basically. Justin, by the that, way, that lives off. By the Dollar General for of 13. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I'm off 903, Justin, right at the end of Parkstown Road. Uh, Y'all need to take, take, a, take a left. Take a left. Take a left when you come off Parkstown Road on 903, like you go into Snow Hill. And, uh, well, you probably take 13 to Snow Hill. Well, don't do that. Go down Parkstown Road, take a left on 903, and I'm right there on your left. First house on the left, 
soon as you take a left off not off of Park Channel nine hundred three. Is is Justin really the mayor? Is he really a mayor, or was he just joking around about? He's that? probably telling the truth. I don't. I, Justin, Justin, does New Hope even have a mayor? How many people live in New Hope? I don't know. I always just consider New Hope a part of Goldsboro. I, I guess it is its own little town, though. He knows um, Park Parkstown Road. He says. Yeah, well, I would hope you would know Parkstown the, Road. Is the Eastern Wayne is at the damn end of it. <laughs> does, does Justin have more than 90 people in New Hope? Because, I mean, I'll be upset if he... Yes, there's definitely more than 90 just, people. In, yes, definitely. Okay. All right. So, I still, I've still got that uh, that goes beside my resume. They got a new, a new Hope. I guess this is all considered New Hope. Justin, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you got a Dollar General. You got a Family Dollar. You, there's a Chinese restaurant. There's a Food Lion. Um, oh lord yeah they got more than we do we don't even have any of that but it just literally runs into goldsboro i mean you, you literally can't tell a difference you're 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 new hub and you're it's like winterville to greenville i'll tell you this matt we've got 90 people here but somehow we managed to get a country club and a golf course wow and you got a private school called northeast academy you're all rich yeah we got five schools yeah you're all rich yeah, right? every, everybody in, in yeah, Alaska that's, going yeah. that's what it's that Virginia. It's that, it's that Virginia. You, you all, you all like you have, you you have your you, you <laughs> moved down from Virginia and you. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. Pace says the real stories of Lagrange tonight. Tonight on the sports objective. That's what the everybody said because I, <laughs> I went to a private. Pace, did you look at your face? Uh, okay, I'm talking over Stevie. Stevie, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're Justice fine. says, Stevie, when can I get a game with you? He wants to play golf. You know what? I and you y'all gonna think it's crazy as you know, I live like not probably a, um maybe three quarters of a mile from the golf course. I've never played a round of golf in my life. I doesn't surprise me at all, Stevie can either of us. Wow. Stevie, we've got to get you out there, man. I I do I now I'll hit on like driving range, I'll hit that because I like to see how far I could hit it. But if I got out there and tried to hit it like straight uh, I had no patience with it. And I would probably, yeah, it wouldn't be pretty. It'd be Happy Gilmore Part Two. Well, I always, <laughs> I, I, well, Stevie, I, I always hit it straight, but I, I don't play golf. You know, what's funny about, you know what's funny about all you guys? We got, we got four guys right now on this on this call from North Carolina. All of you guys have completely different accents. Yep. Dave Richmond has no. Dave Dave D Rich, as I call him, has no well, accent Dave's whatsoever. Dave's from Durham. That's that. He's that's a city. That's the city. But Dave's uh, accent is totally different than Kyle's. To- Bubba has his own unique accent. Bubba, Bubba's from. He's like a Western part of the state. That's Bubba's got. Yeah. Bubba's got a. I'm actually from Charlotte area, and I didn't move here. Accent. Stevie, there's a northeastern North Carolina accent. It, it kind of runs from like Edenton up to up to um, Runnick Rapids, and it's yeah, it, it, the line. That... It, it, it's not quite South Boston, Stevie, but y'all got no, a little no, bit of no. Oh gosh, no. it ain't that far away. Maybe maybe you like to think it is, but it ain't. It's, it's different. It's different because I had family from South Boston. It is different, but there's totally, some similarities. Totally there's different some... from us. Yeah. Okay. Because um, they say they. They say fire like fire, fire. How do you I mean, say um the yeah, thing fire. you talk? Uh, oh, I got, I got, I got to ask Stevie this. <laughs> oh Stevie, gosh, here we go. The thing you're talking on, right? Because I, I got a feeling you say it like I do. The thing you're talking on, uh, what is that called? A phone. Okay, so you don't say it like I do. Um, a lot of people from northeast North Carolina. Well, a lot of people from northeast North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, say phone. Phone. That was the uh, the English accent, the old phone. English. 
phone. Uh, I will I will catch myself saying phone, bone, home. Um, I'll yeah. just interject. What is it? Is it pecan or pecan? Oh, it's pecan. 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 No, it's pecan. <laughs> pecan. Pecan. Thank you, Stevie. No, it's pecan. 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 Dave, Bubba. Where are you from? Bubba. Help How do you Bubba spell it? How do you spell, How do you spell it, Dave? All right, Matt. You're the top. P-E-C-A-N is P- not. Pecan. Now, do you say con I go to the store? Or con I. Con, con, I, yeah, exactly. con I go to the store? Can I can I have a date? I mean, if it was pecan, it would be P E P E C O N. What exactly? Con. What? It's got to be pecan. It is pecan. Thank you, Matt. Did not expect that from Matt. There you go. Bubba. Bubba. Even the Yankee knows. Yes. Pecan is pecan pie. Fine. Can either one of y'all? Can anybody up here make a P E C O N though? Thank that's, you. That's but there's a lot of but there's a lot of stuff like that in the English language that it's not spelled the way it's pronounced. He can't. Sure. Stevie, say I want some pasta with mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> you want some pasta mozzarella? <laughs> <laughs> you got me choked up. Oh I, 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 can do that. I, I can do that. I can do that. Uh, I can do that, uh, Matt. Pasta hey, Stevie, Stevie, what do you think about all of us going to Vegas together? Oh, good Lord. You're talking about going to New York, Vegas. With- <laughs> I don't think Bubba's hangover, allowed to. Hangover, hangover part four. Exactly. I don't think Bubba's allowed to go to Vegas. Is Bubba even with I'll us anymore? I, I think we go. run him off the rails. Bu- Bubba said he'll go anywhere he wants to go. There we go. How about that? Oh. I Bubba, I'll take you to be what I want to be. If I work hard at it, I'll be where I want to be. Tell Stacy I'm going to take you to Carson City. Wait, what is what's Pay saying? Bubba has a twin. What, what is this? Hey, <laughs> send, me the, send me the link. Send me the link. <laughs> I'd love to see that, Pays. I gotta see it. I got something I want to say so bad. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, Justice says I think there's a warrant for Kyle in Vegas. Well, yeah, we better not take Kyle there. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, I've never Vegas been to Vegas. Vegas. Never been to Ve- maybe G Vegas, but I've never Vegas. been to Vegas. Um, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Trap master. Are you guys watching? Are you guys been watching the Oregon watching game? Yeah, I'm not. Does anybody has the Liberty New Mexico State game gone final? Does anybody know? Hold on, I'm saying it, I'm it has forty nine thirty five Liberty final. Okay, well, I was hoping New Mexico State could pull it off, but look, that means look, if Tulane if Tulane loses tomorrow, who's going to get that spot? Will it be Liberty or SMU? Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, it would almost make me. How about these numbers? Uh, that game featured over 1,200 yards of offense. Wow. And, and Liberty Liberty had 712. Liberty Bibbity. Wow. 712? 393 rushing, 319 passing. Hey, Good God. Hey, and the Justin said Liberty, he said um, his wife has given him hell about it. She went to Liberty. Okay. <laughs> she uh, so she's giving him help about that. Well, you know what? Yeah, don't, well, save that smack talk for the fall. Uh, Destry Spark, thank you, gentlemen, for the special podcast. Big day for the program, Destry. Absolutely, that's what we're here for. A emergency pie that uh, we, we're having fun. It's Friday night lights, and and why not some conference championships going on? 
Um, William saying, do you remember when Happy's uh, pool room had the breakfast, best breakfast in town? I remember it was like the color of money. I love Happy's. It was a real pool room. Oh, my gosh. It was great. Again, a little bit, but, yeah, for sure. What? <laughs> what was that clip, Bubba? Mark, I just, want, Mark I just wanted Mark Lindsay to chime in. Okay. Bubba's just having fun tonight with the various audio yeah. clips. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 hey, it's, different. it's getting late, so – Stevie, uh, while, oh, yeah. I got you, while I got you on the air here, uh, let's, uh, yes. let's, brief, let's briefly talk Survivor Series. Uh, well, War Games match. <laughs> I know Bubba. Oh, yeah. Well, war, war Games match occurred. Uh, you know, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in, Stevie. I'm locked in. Well, the War, war Games match, Matt just left. The War Games match occurred. Uh, you know, Randy Orton comes out as a surprise. And as they're going on, I, I kept watching, Stevie, were you like me? Did you just think they were holding that wide shot a little too long? Uh, I, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was watching it. I was, huh? They've done it before, and so you don't ever until the screen goes black. You don't yes. ever count anything out. That's what um, I was. I was on the phone. I was on the phone with James, my buddy James from Mississippi, and I said, I said, I said, man, they're showing this. They're holding this wide shot for a long time, and as soon as I said it, yeah, cold of personality hit, and uh, I lost my shit, man. I, I popped. Well, I'll tell you this. Good move for right now. You're you're selling tickets. You're making money off of it. Talk to me. Talk to me six months down the road, and let's see how everybody's getting along. Then I I, I love punk. Are you not a punk fan? Oh, I love seeing punk. No, I'm, asking Steve I'm not. Though. I'm not much on punk. I mean, oh, I, I love you know, punk. Never... Punk punk's a lot like me. Um, well, yeah, punk with the pipe bomb. That's what he's known for. I liked I like punk. Before he got so big in WWE, you know the old punk. Right. Uh, but he, you know this this guy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I like you, man, because I wouldn't have been able to get along with those little pricks in AEW either. The young, the the young bucks, you, and, and and the your your fellow Virginian there, um, the cowboy. Uh, was he was a cowboy? Uh, <laughs> what, what's his name? The Virginia cowboy. Hey, man, um, Page. Man, Page. Huh? Yeah, Adam Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the hangman. Yeah, yeah. From Virginia, there. He said, "Look, you know, he did, but he didn't get along with the pricks in WWE in 2014." Either. Yeah, I don't get along so, with any I pricks mean, either. So that's why me and Punk get along. But I mean, <laughs> hey, let, let's do the equation, okay? Oregon, Oregon just went up on Washington. I know what you're going to say. What's the, what, what's the what's the what's the what's uh, the what's the yeah, Hey, guys, really quick, know, just, just to interject here, I don't know if you guys are interested in this, but UConn playing at Kansas. Tristan no, Newton not. Tristan Newton is lighting up Kansas right now. He's got 26. Wow. Six of nine for uh, – from. That makes me range. sick, actually. I, I hear you, man. It's It sucks to have lost him, but uh, he uh, – so you got that. And then Oregon just took the lead, came all the way back, yeah. took the lead on Washington. But, Stevie, wow. to, to, to end the wrestling conversation um, – the WWE, the, the, the WWE, um, this is the most stars they've had. You, you got Punk, you got Cody Rhodes, you got Roman Reigns, LA Knight. They they are as this. This is the most attitude era. It's getting to be attitude era level in yeah. terms of the star power for the first time in a long time. What's what's the saying like? There, especially especially in basketball, not enough balls on the court. Yeah, 
You know what I would do? You, you're I, gonna I, run. I would put I would put Punk. I, I would have Punk beat Rollins for the uh, secondary world title, and then I turn him heel and have him feud with L.A. Knight and put the title on Knight and let Knight beat Punk at, at SummerSlam. I'd I'd put the title on um on Punk at WrestleMania and then I have a drop at SummerSlam to L.A. Knight and have him turn heel. And, well, you know, there's there's already a lot of talk about Punk taking Cody's spot against Roman. So no, I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't do that. Totally. Totally disagree with. They do well, they're, that. They're already setting you know. up the feud. Where they? Or, well, do you think they're they're already setting up the feud with 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 uh, with Seth Rollins? They're not going to pay that off for a Rumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. I don't know. It's if I, I look at look. You talk about him not getting along with pricks. You know why did they? Rumor is they put a behavioral clause in Punk's contract <laughs> with this. So. Well, he ain't going to grab Triple H by the neck like he did Tony Khan, and if he does, Triple H ain't going to get scared for his life. Wow. So, uh, you know, we, we disagree on Punk. That's okay. Um, yeah. I'm right. Um. Yeah. For a long time, I just had not seen what the big the big deal with Punk is. But He's good know, on this, the mic. He's this, good on the mic. He um, He's a good wrestler, I think. He, 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 uh, he knows who, was it, who, who was it told him when he came out dressed? He looked like a short order cook. When he came out there, wasn't it? I remember that, but like I don't he, remember who it was. He looked good at Survivor <laughs> Series. To me, he looked younger at Survivor Series than he has the past three years in AEW. It's like he, he's in well, better he had, shape. He had, he had six months off to rest. Yeah. He ought yeah. to look good. Man, you hate punk. I can't, I'm shocked at all this hate you have for I didn't say I hate him. I didn't him, realize you were a buckaroo. Man. I did not realize you were a buckaroo. I didn't say I was a buckaroo either. <laughs> yeah, you're a buckaroo. I'm, I'm telling not, you. I'm not looking for I'm not one for fifty thousand super kicks in a match either. I mean, I'm, <laughs> and leg I'm, slaps. Oh don't God. forget the leg slaps. Uh, yeah. Yes, and don't forget to slap your leg when you're doing the super kicks. The exploding super kick too—that was ridiculous. But yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of them as either. Uh, but Punk, yeah, I'm just I'm just just never never really got into him after he hit his big popularity. I love He's better it. as a heel to me. I can take him as heel or face. I'm a huge Punk fan. He, 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 get, he'll actually get me to pay that'll, attention to WWE again. That'll be a discussion on another podcast. Right. We, well, we've already discussed it at length tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well just turn this into the Sports Objective Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Objective. Have we got any comments? Have anybody commented on this? Has anybody said who the hell is No, I don't think, I think everybody's gone to bed now. That's all right. Bubba, do you have anything to interject? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to ask. Matt left the show. He said he was disgusted with it. Bubba, you a CM Punk's fan? <laughs> <laughs> Matt wanted to talk. Uh, Matt wanted to talk UConn Kansas basketball. He got. Hey, mad. by the way, by the way, I saw. Um, and Matt's already gone. Damn it. Um, yeah, we ran. With yeah, his favorite character of all time is Paul Bear, and I watched the oh, documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a chance. I was going to talk about. I just realized I was going to talk about it when you talked about wrestling. Oh my god! Who does the better Paul Bear? Percy <laughs> Pringle. Percy Pringle. That's exactly right. The he was a really, he was my really... Undertaker. Yes. <laughs> I think you got me, there, Kyle. That was that was pretty good. First he was really a mortician too. Yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. Yep. Like. Okay. Going oh, back to, to what Paige was saying earlier. <laughs> uh, 
I, I just wanted to bring this up before I forget about it because Paige said, Bubba, put the pick I sent, put, put up the pick I sent. So I, I did. I used to, uh, you know, think Paige was a decent oh. guy, but now I'm not. I'm not so sure. <laughs> oh my god, Brand. <laughs> hey, the must. I guess mustache and the goatee. Uh, who's who is, is that supposed to be? Me and Stevie? No, it's supposed to the guy on the right. Supposed to be Bubba. I, I'm assuming the one on the right. He's saying it's me. I'll ask your friend. Your, your tw- oh, I see. I, which hey. one is supposed to be Bubba? The one on the right. The one on the right. I hope the one on the right. The one on the right. It's pretty rough. I, I, I don't. Okay. All right. I'm, the right. I, 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 the yeah, one that looks I mean, okay, the, the one on the right with the with that looks like he's retarded or mentally handicapped. Hey, that might that's be probably funny. what my face looked like after the Charlotte game. Man, I thought that was supposed to be me and Stevie in New York, but uh hey, <laughs> hey Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Stevie, we're we're talking about throwing, you know, like wrestling promos. Man, Pay's doing some absolute some smackdown. Yeah, well, and now he's texting it to you too, Dave. That Pay's didn't think I was gonna throw it up on the screen. Wow. Hey, Kyle, that looks like the Briscoe brothers. In a way, oh, yeah. There, there's a bit of the of the Briscoe Jerry brothers Chuck. there. Oh my God! From Del- a, from the great city of Delaware. Definitely comment up here, guys. Guy Brandon said WWE has been born to watch this Undertaker retire. I love uh, is it. that Forbush? Is that Brandon Forbush? What Brandon? Yes. Is yeah, it's Brandon Forbush. Uh, yeah. Well, since so, so, since Taker retired, I, you know what? I don't. Well, you know what? I, I the pay per views are good. I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Overall, but the, the the premium live events are good. I agree with you, Kyle. Well, I don't even watch Did Raw and SmackDown anymore. You need to get WWE back to uh, back to Minji's. The, they, yeah, the you know we can't do Raw because of the ceiling. They, well, yeah, the house, the, the house, house, house show would be fantastic. I they I in fact, the last, I went there. I was there the in 2013, February 13. I was there. Yeah, Second. I went in February 13 because you could get front row tickets for 90 bucks. Now to get front row, it's like a 283 thousand um, dollars. But that was. That, that was the first. I think that was 2013. Was the first time that my daughter went to WrestleMania. I carried her. She was a big fan back in the day, but she kind of, she kind of turns and turns her nose up at it. Now. Hey guys, th- that picture he said is Bubba when we had less than 30 yards of passing. <laughs> that is yeah, that's, what, that's what I was saying. Pays. Uh, you may have heard that was actually that was actually Bubba and Johnny Gardner. Actually, I think of that picture. Oh my god. <laughs> I love Johnny oh, Gardner. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Johnny and Bubba are awesome. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Bubba, you need the – that was a classic. <laughs> that will always be a classic. <laughs> you told me he doesn't fit that picture. That was tremendous. <laughs> this is one of the best wow. shows we've had in a long time. I don't care what anybody says. Wow. It's a uh... – Matt didn't is. think so. Matt said, "The hell with this." It's WWE Matt talking. Got, Matt's watching. Kansas. Matt, Matt, come back on. Matt got mad. He wanted to talk Kansas. UConn he wanted to talk UConn basketball. He he's he's on his other show, the UConn basketball objective, right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's depressing because come on back, Matt. Tristan Newton. He's getting ready for the post game show with Terrence Copper. 
Oh. <laughs> wow. That was good, Bubba. That was yeah, good. One, I don't Bubba. know if everybody's going to get that, but that was really good. T Cop is a big UConn basketball fan. Yes, he is. That was a great one, Bubba. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's, that was blindsiding like our left tackle. Yes, it is that incredible. was very good. It was. It was incredible. Dave can't figure out where that clip's from. I know exactly where that clip's from. No, I can, I, tell, I can tell Dave's like, where is that clip from? I know exactly where it's from. That's from the other night, Dave, when me and you got in the yelling match. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> Am I right, Bubba? Yep. I thought, okay. I was like, I was like, All right. <laughs> you got any clips for me from that uh, <laughs> I'm sure he can. Uh, he can have those dice up. Give me a moment. I, I'll produce. I'll produce one. I want three straight EMFs. <laughs> oh, Stevie! Yeah, they were flying all over the place. Like, uh, <laughs> they were Stevie, name that laugh. Do what? I said, name that laugh. Play it again. <laughs> Ted DiBiase. Patrick Johnson. I don't know. Who, who was that? It was either one of them. That was David. What Dave wanted. Dave got it right. This Patrick Johnson. <laughs> Does that not remind you a little bit of the Million Dollar Man laugh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw there was a was clip of him. Um, all right. While we have you on here, here's a great thing Brandon has. Championship <laughs> predictions for tomorrow. Stevie, what you got? And Pays, Noah. Oh, boy. Uh, gosh, the SEC one is tough because I just got a bad feeling. It's going to be Alabama. Alabama. I got a bad feeling Alabama's going to win it. I agree. And that's just going to make things really interesting with the, the playoff spots because let's say Florida State wins. Uh, the ACC championship. Do you do you bring Alabama in, or do you bring Florida State in? See, um, I think Alabama and I and Logan, Coach Logan says tonight without their quarterback, he's going Louisville. See, Florida State quarterback is out. I, I was, That's right. I was at a basketball game and uh, a couple guys come up to me talking about the Florida State. Yeah, and saying that. If they won, even if they won and like Alabama lost, they didn't think they would take Florida State because they lost. Oh yeah, they, they would. Like, yeah, they would. I was like, that's that's insane. I mean, you don't punish Florida exactly. State if they win for for you know they can't help injuries happen if they still win. That's even more impressive, actually. Out. Yeah, exactly. So they well, want to keep them out of for that. I mean, you don't take a two win two loss Alabama team if they lose and not take Florida State. I said, now nah, if you're gonna no, argue, no they, there's no way they would do that, Stevie. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think so either. Right. But that was the conversation I had. Co- Conference USA Championship, or excuse me, American Championship game. SMU Tulane, Tulane wins. They head to New Year's Six again. SMU, if they win, they may get the New Year's Six spot. But if SMU wins, also it could go to Liberty. So that's a very interesting one. Hey, Johnny Johnny Robertson, Jr., good friend. He says Georgia will roll the tide, and he likes SMU and I Louisville. Hope so. You I like SMU? So he Georgia likes SMU. Win. Johnny, Johnny, do you think SMU gets the New Year's Six Bowl, or do you think it goes to Liberty if, if they beat SMU? I'm going to go or Liberty. What SMU is not undefeated, right? No, they're two losses. 
but they would have beaten a Tulane would ranked nineteenth now, but they would have beaten the nineteenth ranked team in the country. Well, we were we were three points away from beating Tulane. Liberty, he's saying Liberty, and I agree with him. Liberty, Liberty, you're going. I mean, I'd give it. They're thirteen and zero, man. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I think Liberty would get it. I I think SMU would beat Liberty, but um, I think uh, I agree with that. I I think Liberty, and, and I and I made this comment to several people. I said Liberty is going to be a problem in Conference USA going forward, particularly with the new playoff format. The American or Sun Belt is going to have to invite in Liberty, and it won't be long. I, I, I'm going to make, make a bold prediction that, that Liberty will be in the American within the next three years. Yep. You, Liberty has got tons and tons and tons of money, man. And yep. yeah. It doesn't matter. All these people talk about markets. I don't care that they're in Lynchburg. They've got tons of money, and it's a great – I like the fact for – any of our teams, the fact next year we're going there and it'll be awesome. And, and, uh, Pace makes a great point. Liberty gives us Virginia. Well, so does, so does, so does Stevie. What about ODU? <laughs> <laughs> Alaska, North Carolina, I'm, baby. I'm Mallory, where are we from? North Carolina or Virginia? Yep. See, my daughter doesn't lie. North Carolina, Kyle's. Kyle's saying we're from Virginia. He, he's challenged when it comes to um, geography. It's all right. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I'm really good at geography. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I know you are. I'm just messing yeah, with still you. Say he's from, uh, still say he's I, sent, uh, I sent Matt a message to come back, but I, mean, I don't think he's going to come back. I think no, he's, 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 no he's, he's like, he's like uh, hey, Stevie, he's like Kiss. He was at the end of the road, the end of the show for him. Yeah. He, got, he got pissed when we ignored his, uh, when we ignored his uh, UConn basketball talk. And uh, he said, I don't want to hear these guys talk there about wrestling. There may be a KISS 2.0, but there were, this group with Paul Stanley, Paul Stanley's checked down. He's done after tomorrow night. I'm telling you. And believe it or not, you you watch. They, there could be a group with none of the original members in there. They'll, they'll keep that. Oh yes. my God! I, I think uh, what they'll do. Yeah. I think what they'll do, Stevie. I think what they'll do is uh, it's like uh, since face paint. I think it'll be like demolition. They'll have like one original member, and then he'll go away, and then it'll be like Crush and Smash, and then Smash will go away, and then um, and then Crush will just become Brian Adams, and then he'll kill himself. I don't, yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Crush, <laughs> but, hey, you, you forget the now. demolition Brian kiss Adams. thing worked, but you know. Maybe Brian Adams, the singer, will paint his face. I was going to say, well, he's going to, Brian Adams is actually coming to uh, PNC Arena. I wouldn't brag about that. I love Brian Adams. Is he headlined? Yes. I I like Brian Adams. Brian Adams can headline, well, I know he can, but Brian Adams can sell enough tickets. What is the seating for that? Is it going to be like a quarter house? I mean, I can't imagine him selling at PNC Arena. I don't know. They, they, I would say 12,000, 13,000, maybe. Okay. So you think it's going to be like a, a, a half house? I'm going with, well, 19,000 is for um, hockey, right? Or basketball. Right. Well, you got seats on the floor. I, I, I don't know. I, I just. I'm not saying I, he sells out, but I think he'll do better than what y'all, what you think. I really do. I, I mean, I have nothing. I don't hate Brian Adams. So no, I know. I know what you're saying. And, but I just. I, who's going to be with him? Uh, Dave. Uh, What's the, oh my God, from uh, Dave Stewart from uh, Eurythmics. Oh my God, why? I don't know. (laughs) 
I like I love Annie Lennox, but um, I you thought know. you were gonna go with like I thought it was gonna be like Rick Springfield or something. I don't. It's it's crazy. Oh, uh, um, here's a great. That's a great show, Pays. I'll be there with you. Chicago Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's a great show. Hey, I got. Cody, I'm going to see Cody. I'm going to see Cody Jenks in the Steel Woods in Wilmington. You know what the tie-in to for Brian Adams to Kiss is? Um, he um Kiss originally recorded everything I do. I do it for you. Um, <laughs> it, but then. But then Brian Adams decided to uh, to do it for the uh, Robin Hood movie, and and uh, that's what it <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, no. Oh, no. okay. What is this? Actually, Brian Adams wrote two songs on the Creatures of the Night album. He he wrote I didn't know War that. Machine. He wrote, wrote War Machine and Rock and Roll Hill. Brian See, Adams wrote War Machine. Yes. There is a clip on YouTube. Isn't that the one that sounds like Taz's old entrance music? Dinah? Yeah. It was Taz's Yes, old that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Adams, that's so, crazy. There, there's a clip on YouTube somewhere, it used to be at least, of Brian Adams backstage and somebody asked him <laughs> about War Machine. And he played hey. War Machine acoustic. I love this for Pace. I'm also going to New Kids on the Block, Paul Abdul, and DJ Jesse, Jeff, and Raleigh. What he had to put in there, wife present. So there it is. Sure, sure it is. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. No kids on the block. Who is it? Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul. Does Paul Abdul still lip sync? She. This is a true story. You remember when she had that song? Ba, 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 um, ba, 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 ba. The Rush. You remember that song? Ba, ba, Rush, ba, ba, Rush, in '91. I'm just gonna oh go. Ba, 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 she. She got booed up. off. I heard she got booed off the stage in the. Um, the very first year of walnut creek was 1991 yes it was and i heard that she got i, I wasn't obviously that show but i heard she got booed off the stage because of that very thing kyle that people were because sus- he was gone above above <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh Do you think let me? okay how's up oh lord she was lip singing and they booed her off the stage I don't like Millie Vanilli Part Two. Oh, that by the way, great um, pays. It's Pays' fault. I watched it, but it was a very good documentary on Paramount I Plus. I have not watched that yet. I did it Pace, is really did, good. Did, did, did Pays see my question to him on his Facebook page? Pays, not. See he, I don't know if he's answered it. Pays, if you have, I, I need an answer. I don't know if you've answered it on Facebook. I need to go look, but uh, I need an answer. Everybody in Pirate Nation wants to know. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Washington just pulled back ahead of of Oregon again. We got uh, twelve oh, minutes left. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. He says that's his industry pose, Kyle from the well, how, how 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 often? How many how many takes do you have? have you got it down? Will you get that one selfie, or do you have to take multiple to make sure you got the hit? I'm sure right. Pace could do it one time. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> what is? What are we looking at? I'm not looking at these. Oh, I, is that here? Is that the pose you talking about? The one that comes on the screen with Dave? Well, that's that's uh, that's a that's a that's a more that's a more um one take B pays. Yeah, that 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 head tilt right there is more subdued than most of his head. He always has the head tilt, but that one in his profile he's cool. Picture, he he's cool like the other side a little of the bit pillow, more man. Subdued. It's a little bit more subdued there. Normally his head tilt is way more dramatic. He's but. not Billy D. Williams, Dave. He's not Billy D. Cool like the other side of the pillow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody can be Billy D. 
Lando Calrissian. He had the uh, Colt 45, right? Commercials. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite back then, even though I was a kid, I used to love uh, um, the Slit Small Liquor Bull, where they had that bull. No one doesn't run. like the bull. You remember that? Running through the ball. damn wall. Him and Kool-Aid, man. Yeah, the Kool-Aid. That's what we need to do. Let's just make a commercial with uh, the Slit Small Liquor Bull and Kool-Aid, man. Like running into each other in the bull, the bull, the bull cracks the pitcher, and he goes, "Oh no!" (laughs) (laughs) How are you going to have to go on YouTube tonight looking at the? Do you remember? Do you remember uh, they had the King Cobra malt liquor? Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we're talking about malt liquor, but uh, we uh, King Cobra is a very is a very chip. It's a very chip. (laughs) King Cobra is a very cheap malt liquor. Uh, yeah. It is. Uh, because he because Stevie mentioned Billy D. Williams. If you're going to get a Fawdy, my, my, my go-to Fawdy is, is a Miller High Life. Is a Miller High Life. I uh, Pays, help me out, bro, on the <laughs> – is it Colt 45? Do you like Slit Small Liquor Bull, King Cobra? <laughs> the hell? What, the, what are you trying to imply, Dave? Why do you think? Why do you think pays? What do you think pays drinks? Because he cheap, cheap drink, drink. God dang it! Drink cheap malt bull. liquor. Blue Bull. I drink Blue Bull. Blue Bull. What? I, I ain't that. Do you mean Blue Balls? I don't. Well, well the place my liquor pool was blue. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh my god! I have. Oh, it, there's a there's a slip my liquor bull with shaft on it. I'm watching yeah. right now. Shaft. He oh, he says it's, uh, All right. Um, he says blue slits. Mark wants to talk more ECU. He says, I guess no more ECU. What do you want to know, Mark? When, when, when he, uh, well, the whole go back earlier in the episode, Mark. We 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 uh, we, we broke down the office of coordinator hire at depth. We we've been on the air for over two hours now. Um, so we, we've broke down the office of the coordinator higher in depth. Um, is, is, is there anything else you, you want us to cover? Um, I mean, seriously, I'm not being a smart ass. Is there, you, do you have a question? Yeah. I mean, if you do, we, we will be glad to try to answer it for you. We, you know, um, we have really no more information on Baker than what's out there, yep. um, except comments from people. Um, he, you know, he's a guy that, that is a, uh, he's, he, you know, he's, he's been in some air raid type stuff. He, uh, he, 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 uh, coach, you know, so he, there you go. Go, go, he, have a wide open offense. There was a Red Bull. He says he drank Blue Bull Schlitz at ECU. Oh there you God. go. <laughs> All right. He was a glut for punishment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. My, my favorite cheap beer is going to be the High Life. Uh, okay. I, I Miller, think it's yeah. a decent cheap. No, not Miller Life. Miller High Life. Uh, no, High Life. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's a decent cheap beer. Cow. Yeah. Cow. There is a Schlitz malt liquor bull commercial. With the Marshall Tucker Band and Thirty Eight Special. Holy crap! They were going for a whole different audience there, weren't they? Said, <laughs> yes, I'm like, whoa. Thirty Eight Special and the Marshall Tucker Band. Holy shit! I was like, well, we're gonna go. The Champagne of Beers, Miller High Life. That's right. I, I'm looking. I'm looking at all the different. Yeah, y'all see, we're really going out a rabbit hole tonight. Uh, Cooling Gang. Alex oh yeah. Harris. I uh, wonder what we're paying. That's that's a good question. Um, he was making five hundred thousand at Ole Miss, Justin. Um, my guess, uh, Bubba implied, and I'm assuming Bubba has some inside information from what he was saying. That um, Bubba, you're still there, but you and you don't know why I'm making like you're not here. 
Um, but you, 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 you implied um, that, that his contract he's a, maybe, he's embarrassed. Bubba, Bubba implied that his contract may be full of incentives. Um, so in a way you said it, Bubba, I think you had some inside info on that. Do you just, care to elaborate? I was just, uh, I was led to believe that I, I, I think it will be right around that $500,000 mark. Um, not too much different than what he's making at Ole Miss. Plus uh, we, Yeah, we shall see. Okay. And then, and then uh, I, I think that. You know, if if our offense performs the way we hope it performs under his leadership, that uh, you know he'll definitely receive above and beyond that. Awesome. And, and I'm, I'm not talking about a, a pay raise. I'm you know, because because right. I'm talking because obviously that would happen as well. But uh, you know, for, you know, for longevity, perhaps you know, and and then, he's asking if he's bringing the QB that Kyle references. Um. Obviously, yeah, pays. When we talked about Ty Keys, the um, very talented JUCO quarterback, began his career at Southern Miss and now is at Northwest Mississippi Junior College. I believe the same JUCO that produced Gardner Minshew. But um, so keep an eye on Ty Keys out of the JUCO ranks. As far as guys on the Ole Miss roster, um, um, obviously Jackson Dart. Uh, wouldn't be an option. You, then you have uh, behind Jackson Dart, uh, Spencer Sanders. Uh, he has exhausted his eligibility, as as was noted earlier. Uh, you, you have Walker Howard, uh, who transferred to Ole Miss from LSU. Uh, and he's still early on in his career. You know, he was, he was rated as the number five quarterback and number 42 overall player in the transfer portal uh, during – during this previous off season. So um, we'll, we'll see Dart, I believe he's a junior, but we'll see if Walker Howard you know, hangs around or if he may enter the yeah. pool. And you, you, don't know, and you, don't, you don't know what kind of ties um, he has to quarterbacks that aren't at Ole Miss that he recruited right. out of high school that signed with somebody else who may be entering the portal. Uh, Abilene Christian, he's got a lot of ties down there. Yeah. Maybe they have a good quarterback. Uh, so just because there may not be a quarterback at Ole Miss, that doesn't mean he doesn't have ties to some quarterbacks out there that uh, with experience that uh, we may bring in. So I'm, ta- I'm taking a look at uh, Abilene Christian. Guys, while Bubba's looking that up, uh, Grimesland Bigfoot says, anybody ever enjoy a Mickey's Big Mouth? What What is that, um, Grimesland? A Mickey, that's a beer. Um, it's a beer? Okay. I think, or either it's a chick named Big Mickey. And uh, she's got a big mouth, and sometimes he enjoys her. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is sports objective after dark. It's after 11 o'clock. So. But I've He's never had that. I've never had a big a Mickey's big mouth. I have not. Pace says, I have green bottle. The only green bottle beer I've ever drank is Rolling Rock. Oh, yeah. That's a good beer. Let's Pennsylvania. It's all about Anheuser-Busch now. I think I think I know, but I could be wrong on that. They own every damn thing. That's true. They own a lot. It cracked me up, you know, when that whole Bud Light controversy went on. I and I, and I was I was in favor of that because uh, you know I was I was I was good with boycotting Bud Light. But what cracked me up is when um was it Modelo became yeah. the number one beer in America and Anheuser Busch owned it. And I was like, you guys are doing this wrong. I mean, they don't care which beer you're buying. It's a malt. It's a malt liquor. 
Mickey's Big Mouth is a malt liquor. Okay. All right. The malt liquor objective. That's what we've become. So we have a last call for questions and comments. Last call. All right. Speaking of, I did that on purpose because we. Uh, malt liquor. I got you. I got you. Last I was going to wrap this thing up. It's been, it's been oh, a long. We got more days. Two Heineken minimum at my favorite strip clubs back in the day. Okay. All right. I um, my favorite strip club had like a oh never mind. Um, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> look, I can tell you some stories about this strip club I used to go to in Goldsboro called Sid's. Um, yeah, but not on the air. Oh, James, he says, "Damn, I'm late." Yeah, no, we've been all over the place, brother. James, you would have enjoyed the show. Uh, we've uh, Steve, Stevie's here with us. Stevie, say hi to James. Hi, James. Yeah, that, that's my boy Stevie there, James. I know you. I don't think you've ever watched our Wednesday, Wednesday night episodes, but uh, Pays DJed at Sids. That does not surprise me at all. And Pays is probably laughing his all ass off right now with that response. One but, uh, that does not surprise me at all that he DJed he did one Sids. night. One night. If, let me tell you something. I was the only white person in SIDS more than one time. And um, I, uh, I'd i be in there, and the bouncers would always look out for me being the only white boy in there. And, uh, yeah, SIDS was fun. SIDS was a lot of fun. You only did it one night, Pays? In Goldsboro, it was, it, right? It was, yeah, it was fun. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was a fun, uh, Why was fun, it fun? environment. Uh, you, I'll talk to you off there. Oh, okay. All right. hey, you know, James, before we get out of here. James, uh, tell us your thoughts on John David Baker to East Carolina. Yeah, you're um, a Mississippi guy. I know you're Southern Miss, but. Yeah, James, type it up there on the screen. We obviously, or if you want to call in, James, put the number up on the screen. Let James call in. Hey, I'll get, yeah, let me get James. Stevie, Stevie, we don't want to kick Stevie off the air. James, do you want to call in? If you want to call in, we'll kick Stevie off the air. (laughs) 252-290-037. Goddamn Bubba, you want Stevie off the air that bad? You just. <laughs> yeah, he's tired. he's tired of everything but ECU talk. Yeah, uh, but you got that right with Bubba. Uh, yeah, <laughs> All right, guys. All right, man. All right, we'll Stevie, the one and only, the one and only Stevie Fly, Virginia's favorite son from 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 uh, Mayberry, Virginia. Mayberry, Virginia. There you go, Stevie. Oh my God. Appreciate it. Stevie's the best, man. Love that James, guy. if you want to call in, 252-290-0375, 252-290-0375, and give us your, your thoughts there on uh, on Baker being a Mississippi guy. Um, yeah, if you want to call in real fast before we get off the air. If not, says, just type it in. He says, no, I won't call in tonight. The guy can coach. Well, we appreciate that. James, that was incredible insight. We couldn't have done without that. <laughs> Don't tell that. Oh my God! You guys are too much. The guy can coach. Well, that's great. <laughs> the guy can coach. Well, we waited uh-huh. around for that. That's, that he'll, he'll be he'll, he'll be, be good for you guys. That's that's great. That's great. <laughs> that makes me worry. That worries me that James would be that complimentary. He, put, he says long long, long, day, man. long day, man. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh well what do you, you would you sub today James how many did you, they didn't put you teaching kindergartners again did they he had to teach kindergartners the other day James about six foot four three hundred pounds so uh he probably scared the shit out of them kindergartners <laughs> oh my god they're like are you gonna step on me Billy he said Madison. one of them he said one of them told him he was bigger than a giant bigger than a giant uh, played dodgeball with him I told him that Bubba. 
That's exactly what I told him. I said, play dodgeball with him. 25 third graders today. Ah, well, my wife can identify with that. You guys don't have a cap on that, James? Um, anything under fifth grade in North Carolina can't have more than 20 students in the class. Bubba, is it 20, it's 20, right? Anything under third? Is it, is it, or is it even? Yeah, it's less than 20. Anything under fifth grade? Majority of my classes are, are less than 20, but no, we have, I have some that are 22 or 23. For second and third grade, first grade, because there's a cap. There's supposed to be a cap, anything under fourth or fifth grade. So, uh, okay. Let me, I'd have to think about it, which, which class it is, that, but. Yeah, there's supposed to be a cap. Well, my wife is, is always it like math and math and science. No, no, no. For for, for your for well, you don't transfer classes. You know, <laughs> oh, not that grade. young, yeah. Well, but, um, some do. It just depends on the school. Well, when you get up to like fifth grade, yes, but not in second grade. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, my wife teaches second grade. She's taught third grade, and there's always been a cap. So I could wake her up and yeah. ask her. She Justin knows. says, shaking my head. I have thirty plus. What grade do you teach, Justin? He, he's middle school. Uh, okay. Wow. Holy crap. I would just, I don't think I can handle it. I, um, not 30 of them. Not too many Christmas. Justin says he cannot, uh, disclose who, but there's a big name quarterback that I will not say that is interested in coming to ECU. Is he, if, is he in Mississippi? Is is he from Mississippi State? Perhaps he won't say. Is he from the? At least not yet. Is he from the state of Miss? Yet. Yeah. Oh, he, he is from the state of Mississippi. I wonder how much that would cost if if, if it's if it's uh, uh Will Rogers. Um, how much would that cost us? That would be a really good fit. Uh, boy, boy, don't get me excited, Justin. Will Rogers, wow. Well, that's is that his name? The, the kid from Mississippi State. Yeah, that's his name. Okay. Yeah, he he did great under when when Leach was there. He so he would fit in well with this offense. Well, I, he's right. not talking about Ty Keys. Ty Keys isn't the big name quarterback from the state of Mississippi. <laughs> Ty, Ty, Ty Keys, we thought about it late. So. All right. <clears throat> All right, we're going to get out of here. Some, yeah. uh, I think maybe perhaps some Juco publication that uh, – Here you go. Johnny Rod Robertson, Jr. Will Rogers estimated in El Bayou is 550000 Yeah, he ain't coming here. Well, uh, we, we need one of them big donors to give us 500000 600000 He ain't coming here. Um, no, not – no. I think I think our cap for that I'm guessing would probably be around a hundred thousand. I don't I don't I don't yeah, and I'm seeing him coming here for that if he can make five hundred fifty thousand in the portal. Let's see. He said, laughing out loud. I know, but Keys did light up the JUCO world this season. Yeah, no, and I, and I have no problem with Ty Keys coming here at all, at all. I hope he does. Um, but I hope uh, I hope he's one of a couple quarterbacks that we get. I hope we're not just going to put all our eggs in that basket. Amen. All right, guys, uh, do you have anything before we go? Bubba? I think we've talked about every topic imaginable tonight. We've ran off co-hosts and listeners with the topic changes tonight. Hold up. We have some donors willing to pay that, Justin Butt said, the mayor of New Hope. Well, all right. Well, there you go, Mr. New Hope. There, there he says. He said we have, we have donors willing to pay that. 
to get the homie in here. So uh, we uh, we'll see. I have yeah, Matt Rule said you had to get a good quarterback in the portal. You had to spend about a million dollars. Yeah, I think Matt Rule is talking about a a elite level quarterback. Uh, like like uh, you know. I, well, let me ask you this question. I agree with you 1,000%, Kyle. I'm just playing hypothetical here with you, so don't sure. think that. But do you think after what we've been through with 2 and 10, do you think there's big donors out there that would give that amount? Not a million, no. Um, like five, I'm talking about not a million, 500 grand? Uh, I would suggest it would be money better spent. Spread well, it, does, out. it doesn't have to come from... Uh, you know, one person. I mean, yeah, could, I know that, but I think it would be. Well, I know, I know, you know that. I'm just saying that we're like the way the question was kind of presented, like like it was. Wouldn't you rather pay two hundred thousand dollars for a different quarterback and and spend the rest of that money on offensive linemen and receivers? Justin Butt said, "Don't be surprised." Well, I hope that we don't blow all our nil money on that one quarterback. Uh, I'll just say that, and then don't have shit to to pay anybody else. So, um, uh, I, I hope those big donors. Well, now we got this great quarterback, and he ain't got nobody to throw the ball to or anybody to block him. If you want to win, you'll spend it, but I'd rather spend on others. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's my point. Um, You know, he's got to have somebody to throw the ball to and some some linemen to block him. People block for him. Yep. Yep. But if we can get him and then also have money to spend on receivers and uh, offensive linemen, great. (laughs) Kyle will be like, we're going New York Six, baby. No, I won't say that, but if we get him plus some – Plus some talented receivers and offensive linemen out the portal, then yeah, I'll be uh, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll be pretty fired up. It's Colette Canell said, "We bowling, baby, we bowling, <laughs> we bowling." Exactly. All right, guys, had a great show. Thanks to Matt. Thanks to man, we've had a lot of great listeners and uh, callers tonight. Where did uh, Matt go, Bubba? Have you heard from Matt? Yeah, he actually he's not mad at us. He had to help his wife. Yeah, he well, I didn't think he was him. mad at us. I just thought maybe he got aggravated with the wrestling talk and uh, he wanted to watch UConn basketball. Now, UConn lost, by the way, to Kansas uh-huh. 69. Kansas beat UConn 69-65, Brandon says. So, there you go. New East Carolina OC, John, David Baker, JDB. Welcome to Pirate Nation. JDB, baby. Welcome to Greenville, North Carolina. And uh, we, we wish you nothing but the best. Awesome. You're, you're going to be the next Lincoln Riley. The next I feel Cl- it. Cliff Kingsbury. We're gonna, you're going to be the talk. Of, it's going to be like the, they went from the worst offense in all of FBS to averaging 70,000 points a game. That's going to be great. That would be great. Video game numbers, Madden numbers. There you go. All right. Our emergency podcast. Uh, James says we'll make that the last question. How much control will Houston give your OC? Total, total control, supposedly. Total yep. control, supposedly. And according to. To rumor and innuendo, uh, James, he, he was giving total control to Donnie Kirkpatrick. I don't believe that. Um, but total, he, he released a statement saying we, we were going to change our philosophy on offense. Aggressive. We were going to be aggressive, aggressive, aggressive going forward. We would not look the same. We would look totally different going forward. We were changing everything offensively. So supposedly we're going to be completely aggressive, and John David Baker is going to have complete control of the offense. So we'll see if that plays out. All right. And uh, good luck uh, to the women's basketball team tomorrow, the diabetes uh, awareness game at 2 o'clock. I always and, find to say when people call stuff awareness. I mean, who the hell isn't aware of diabetes? How about how about we call it the diabetes prevention game? All right. Well, however, that's fine. And then East Carolina is going to be the second round of the NIVC tomorrow night at 6 o'clock against Georgia Southern. I'll be there. Good luck to the Lady Pirates on that. 
And uh, we're very excited to have you guys tonight. And uh, we'll have, uh, I guess, a show come sometime soon. Yeah, Sunday, and diabetes, maybe? by the way, the number one cause of blindness in America. Uh, so um, as somebody who's legally blind and a lot of people with diabetes in the blind community. So uh, it's not a laughing matter. That was not mean to make light when I said diabetes awareness. Everybody's aware of diabetes. I don't think awareness needs to be brought to it. I think what we need to do is work on treating it. And James, you know more about diabetes. James, our buddy there is a uh, is a is a diabetic uh, who takes insulin shots daily so uh, he knows he he's aware of it so um, i uh I, I think it's great they do that i'm, I'm just kind of making fun of the name of it i would call it diabetes prevention all right we'll get out of here thank you guys so much for all the time the great calls listeners viewers until next time you've been watching and listening to the sports objective emergency podcast john david baker welcome him to greenville as a new oc for Pirate Football. We'll get out of here. Good night, everybody. And as always, go Pirates. Touchdown with the cannons blast. Get it on, get it all, get the wind going like the hurricane, y'all.